How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going today, Dave? It's going pretty good so far. Did, like, a remote brunch with some friends, and it's, it's that weird time of, like, my body's like, did we... Did we miss lunch? I'm like, yeah, technically, but we kind of had like an early lunch and a late breakfast. It's like, so when are we eat next? I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> you let me know when that's a priority, and we'll we'll take it take it seriously then. But uh, it's all it's all thrown for a loop at this point. It's wacky land chaos. Yeah, that's why I don't like sleeping in too much or anything like that. It just kind of throws me off schedule. Are you the same way or no? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, so I woke up at like noon i oh, know that's not true i woke up at like 11 30 but i did stay in bed till like noon thanks reddit um friend of the show um and my uh food was a nice relaxing celery and peanut butter and energy drink i mean I me, that sounds kill. like a nightmare because <laughs> they're poison sticks to you <laughs> celery a la poison <laughs> well yeah it's like the needing to mentally crunch and then there's also the peanut butter, which I'm allergic to peanut butter. Not peanuts, just peanut butter, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, can have everything else peanuts except for peanut butter. And then right. the energy drink on top of that to like make me more anxious. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so anxious. It's going to be great. <laughs> that was convincing. Thanks. <laughs> well, I'm not so anxious, anxious yet. <laughs> Wait no. for me to get there. But no, it's nice. The um, celery is kind of like a nothing food. but It literally is. Um, it's convenient to just, it's like one of the most basic things. So ants on a log, right? For non people who are familiar, it's like celery, peanut butter, and then you put raisins on it. We don't have raisins. I don't really eat. I don't know who the fuck does. I don't know who's like, oh, we have some raisins in the cupboard. What? Right. Like it's a fine food. I just feel like it's so uncommon. Right. In a similar way, like a lot of people don't typically have rice pudding. Typically, Rachel, dear God. <laughs> um, we had some the other day. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is really uncommon? What is that? Oh, I'm blanking here. That's all right. I'm going to buy you time by saying raisins are basically just worse grapes. Like a grape tastes pretty good. It's like a fruit. It's noticeably a fruit. Raisins are just preserved grapes. One, I'm going to say fuck off. Raisin brand's delicious. It's all sugar, though. Raisin Bran is actually like 100% uh, yes, sugar. <laughs> yes. If you look at like any other cereal that's like, hey, we're uh, Fruity Pebbles. You're like, oh, that's got to be more sugar than Raisin Bran. No, no. that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's the surprising thing. But I'm thinking of like apple butter or I can't remember the other white component that goes with it. Mm, turkey. The other white It's meat. not cream cheese. I'm going to Google apple butter and apple butter and bread cottage cheese that's the other one like super uncommon um wait is there a relation between apple butter and cottage cheese you can mix them together huh okay i don't like that (laughs) it's not bad like it's something you can mix together and like put on like toast or just have it on its own Hmm. yeah i mean i like cottage cheese but my so let me tell you what I use cottage cheese for, and you'll okay. understand why the idea of mixing it with apple butter sounds like anathema. Um, cottage cheese and then salt and vinegar chips. Delicious. Huh. But not apple butter. Those are those are the opposite of how things work, right? So is it just like the, the rich creaminess you're looking for? 
it's it's kind of I don't know. It's a nice. It diffuses. Like you want this with like strong salt and vinegar chips. It helps like diffuse a little bit about that together. One salt and vinegar chips should be strong. Otherwise, yeah. it's just fucking chips. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, have you tried like like a whipped cream cheese? I guess I haven't. I don't have a follow up to that. I have okay. not. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried milk? <laughs> right. Let's <laughs> go through the dairy product. Uh, I have tried different types of milk recently, though. We um, so we switched over to almond milk years back. Hell yeah. Um, but uh, oh, I've been trying oat milk more too. Sorry to interrupt, but like, no, you're good. I found out um, almond milk can go bad. Oh, how long does it take? <laughs> A while. <laughs> That's one of those things. Like, it's it doesn't have like the very short shelf life that milk does in comparison because mm-hmm. it's not dairy. Yeah, but not from still... the teat. Yeah. Well, the teeth of the almond. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying these are almond colored? No, no, no. Never mind. Anyway, um, <laughs> sorry. Continue. Uh-huh. You were doing some almond milk, and then you were checking out oat milk. Oat milk, yeah. Although oat milk, we haven't like purchased is a um, actual keeper on the house thing. It's just like oh, wawa drink. I'm getting something that's a coffee milk variety type thing. Let's try the oat milk, and it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. They I, never recommend it though. They're like, "Hey, do skim," and I'm like, "Yeah, we'll try it." I don't remember liking skim. Mm-hmm. I remember that being like a milk-colored water, and I yeah. was not a fan of that. At least, granted, this was like 15 years back when I had it. The milk days, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I used to. I, I like because it's like mm-hmm. drinking from Mother Nature's teeth, right? And it's delightful instead of a cow. The unnatural beings that they are, yeah. Have you heard mm-hmm. the noises they make? No, Oof. thank you. Yeah. I, was... I love ground beef tacos. <laughs> right. See, that's the funny thing. I guess I do. I do eat beef and things like that when it comes to like Mexican food. But like we were talking about Taco Bell not too long ago. And I was like, it's not really meat. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's there's some in there for sure. Mm-hmm. A lot safer to bank on with like things like chicken or steak. Eric was fortified by sawdust. Yeah. Good, delicious, nutritious sawdust. (laughs) I just need something to fill my belly. (laughs) Have I got the thing for you? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. There's actually a... um, Sawdust is kind of funny. It's a a kind of like old-style thought for filler. And this concept has brought me back to a particular episode of the Andy Griffith show. um, Where... (laughs) (laughs) They like... uh, um, bought a used car. Who was the uh, the deputy's name? Um, he was a character actor. I forget who it was, though. Oh my gosh, I have to look this up for. Also, is Andy there. Griffith the one? It's like I don't want to try and whistle on here, but it's like do 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 A hundred percent, yes. Um, who were deputy? <laughs> I love that we're just literally stolen. Barney Fife. Barney yeah, Fife. Yeah, yeah. The name of it. But he's buying a car. And it's like, oh, it's from this old lady. It's like only driven on Sundays. And, you know, it's got barely any use. And it's a really good price, but I just don't have time for it anymore and stuff like that. And he buys the car and it seems like a great deal. And then it like breaks down night instantly. And what they found out is that they put sawdust in like the wheel well, not the wheel wells, the um the axle. Uh, basically to make the ride smoother 
temporarily. It just hides the problem. And I was like, is that a thing? What? Yeah. That and anyway, like that very was the crux old, of the that, episode. That time thing. Yeah. So it's both good in Taco Bell food and also if you need to hide the fact that your car <laughs> has uh, has trouble, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. The only like weird add to car thing to be destructive is if you put a uh, sugar in the gasoline tank. Oh, that uh, that fucks up some stuff. Jeez, I don't remember which way, but that's one of those fun facts you learn in high school. You're like, oh, cool, hold on to that. That'll never yeah. use. Well, I mean, hopefully, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, that's would actually cause problems. It was sawdust in the transmission. Barney's first car. Uh, episode aired April first, nineteen sixty-three. <laughs> Don't ask us how old we are, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right? Podcast going on for and uh, sixty years now. I have no mirrors in the house for reasons, uh. <laughs> uh, but I can actually cross that off my um, soapstone bingo. Uh, got to mention the Andy, Andy Griffith show <laughs> um, in the middle of the episode. Oh, that was okay. a hard one. That's been around for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just making the mirror joke to kind of like make a vague allusion vampires. to vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vampire Survivors is good. I know we're not talking about it here. We literally titled the episode <laughs> something completely different. Uh, actually, you guys don't know what we... No, I mean, I guess at this point you do know what we titled the episode. We don't know what we titled the episode. I like how Jake's getting meta wall recording. He's like, would they know? What's today's date? <laughs> That's the trick if you're going to edit and record, though. You're like, wait a minute. What context do I actually have here? It takes us back to when we were like, we had suppositions about like what would be shown at like a game show. And we've guessed at what awards games would get. And it's got to be really hilarious to listen to a podcast that just came out and see people be so wrong about everything. (laughs) That's how we do, though. It is, yeah. We're the relatable podcast. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about Vampire Survivors or actually talk about Lost Ark? What do you think? Uh, both. Okay. What do you want to start with? Vampire Survivors. That's easier to cover. That's fair. It is a $3 game. I was going to say Dave bought me this full retail price game, <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of you cut me off at the preamble. Oh, sorry. Yeah, bought it full <laughs> price. Um. Because I'm a generous guy. <laughs> uh, I also bought it for Jenny because like some people were talking about it in her Discord. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, it's fun. Check it out. Um, but yeah, for like $3, um, surprising amount of mileage out of it. Yeah. As I kept saying initially when I first got it, and I would literally hide myself playing it on Steam. I'm like, this is such like a dumb uh-huh. time-burning game. But weirdly, I'm like, no, we'll leave it on that I'm playing Bloons Tower Defense Versus, which is like a mobile game for babies. Right. Um, but it's like a really good turn your brain off just have fun mm-hmm. type thing because you're a character and you have different starting weapons or abilities but these are things just kind of kind of fire automatically over time uh, based on your attack speed so you might have like a whip that just attacks in front of you if you upgrade it it can attack in more directions um, but as you go you level up uh, mm-hmm. you can improve your skills pick up different skills uh, the waves will get probably, harder over time. We should establish the premise of the game too. Like it's it's a top down kind of side scrolly, not platformer, but you're being attacked by 
monsters all the time. Yeah. It's like and I made a game with zombies in it, but much more progressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a roguelite, too. I had to like look up the definition between roguelike and roguelite again. Um, and it is light. Yeah. Very few inputs. Just move around. Yeah, that's literally it. You're just kind of dodging enemies. You're trying to line up depending how your weapon attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. But like the music's pretty banging. Mm-hmm. It was actually used as a part of a previous episode. Um, and then you can actually combine some of the active abilities. I say active, but like your weapon the attacks weapons, yeah. versus just passives um, to make an upgraded version of a weapon. And that feels cool because mm-hmm. it usually will do some type of stronger effect in the same vein. Um, usually amazingly stronger, actually. Yeah. Like the damage goes through the roof. It'll be much more useful. Usually has way better coverage, things like that. They're evolved weapons is what the game calls them. I mean, it's true. Some of them are like stupid. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. it's a prerequisite to make it to actually clear a level is you get some evolved stuff. Like one of the basic ones is like throwing knife throws a knife in front of you and it's straight at where you're facing. So a lot of times it's inconvenient. But as you upgrade knives, it's like, well, I'll throw more knives and they're a little bit faster. Uh-huh. And then there's an item or passive you can get called Bracer, which makes your uh, your projectiles go faster. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then you get the Evolved Knife, where it's just like stream of knives. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of my least favorite weapons, too. It's, I, I really it's better than like Whip. It. It's technically true. Yeah, it's technically better than Whip. But... They're both really. I consider both of them quite bad. Yeah, they're pretty shit. To the rest, I was literally looking at a tier list earlier, and I was like, "Do I agree with some of these? I don't know." I but should weigh in on not... some of the Steam comments just to be that. Yeah, guy. it's like an early access game. There's not a whole lot of content. I think there's technically three stages you can unlock and play on, um, but the last one is kind of just the first one without terrain, um, and random enemies, I guess. But like it's not super hard. Like once you get some upgrades, once you get some of your meta progression filled out, um, which is just, you know, persistent upgrades using the gold you get in the mission. Um, it becomes, it's not like a traditional roguelike where there's really a massive chance of failure or like your build is going to vary up a ton between each run. Like that amount of content isn't in the game yet, but there are unlockable characters and, it's fun to go through and play through. Like I was, I told people I was like, I'm basically done with the game at this point, and I had ten hours in it, and then I played like probably another five hours on top of that, yeah. just because, like, as you approach the end game, it's basically an idle game, right? You can literally just move across the screen, killing everything with your AOE weapons, um, and it just feels good. No, it it feels good because you are essentially like the bullet hell for all these swarms of enemies. Mm-hmm. That's how they marketed it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you find like little ways to kind of air quotes, cheat the system. Like mm-hmm. I was telling Jake about, oh, in the second map, the inlaid library, uh, if you use Mortasio, he starts mm-hmm. out with like a bone ability. It's kind of like bounces around. If it hits a surface or an enemy, it'll bounce off depending on how many bounces it has. But I was like, oh, it either bounces off of a wall, which inlaid library has mm-hmm. enemies or the screen bounds. But if you kind of move to like the top or bottom to kind of hug, uh, you have the screen bounds and then you have like the library wall kind of like mid screen. Mm -hmm. So there's less range for things to bounce. 
Yeah. So that works for bones. It also works for rune tracer. So you can use that to kind of like close the amount of available space it has. So you have a more concentrated area of attack. Yeah. And again, I'm talking about like strats for a $3 Uh game. Um, But it was fun to find little things like that. And last night I sent Jake a screenshot. I'm like, hey, check out my run results. Uh So normally at 30 minutes, if you get that far, a Grim Reaper like flies to you and kills you super quick. Uh Unless you have a shield active to protect you from an instance of damage and you have something to freeze an enemy. It's kind of like lock them. So I survived to like 3130-ish. It's really long. So it spawned like a second Reaper and I eventually wasn't able to line up my freeze attack in the right way and mm. they eventually got through and killed me but like i was dealing damage to them for like a straight minute and they never died so i don't know if you can kill them yeah no it's it's pretty crazy i haven't seen any instances of it um the game has a lot of potential it's also a game that like released to early access there's been a couple updates which i guess is a good sign um some of the evolved weapons actually at least one of them was added post launch to early access from what i saw um I think that there's still it's a casual game, right? Like it actually is a casual game. It's like an arcade game, but not like a sweaty one. Um, unless you're literally looking up to your lists like we are. Um, but uh, I think it does have room for improvement. There's a bunch of defensive items that the game has, and they're almost all bad. Like they literally are only useful until you have some other upgrades and then they become a trap because you don't have more damage, which is the only thing yeah. that currently matters um, for like late game. Because when the game's throwing thousands of enemies at you and you don't have enough damage to like keep up with the enemies, you lose. You've lost. You've already lost. You can't run through the enemies. So not building damage is just a trap, kind of. Um, but I don't know. That's all stuff they can figure out through early access. Yeah, I, I would say the only other thing on top of that is for some of the things that are more directional, like wand will auto attack at the closest enemy Mm -hmm. and knives as we're talking about fire wherever you're facing so you can kind of like cut a swath through enemies right if you're feeling too swarmed overall and you can't just stay in place um you can kind of like maybe cut your way through a little bit safer for Mm -hmm. a path but yeah some of the passes that are more defensive like oh we'll gain x amount of life over time it's so small even when it's Mm -hmm. fully upgraded and the only real reason to get it is to upgrade or get the evolved option of another weapon. Right. But it's only one weapon. So it's like, do you really want it that bad? Eh. Yeah, I think like I was looking up the um, what was it? The empty tome or something like that. It's the one that reduces the uh, uh, the cooldown on your weapons. And it's a passive. It's specific to like one weapon. Um, and that it actually impacts it. I'm not going to spoil the combination, but because that's the game doesn't tell you what they are. So you can figure them out or you can look them up if you want to. But um, on its own, it's okay. And the weapon that it evolves is like, okay, I think it's not the best here. But the empty tome itself is basically it upgrades pretty much every weapon because every weapon has cooldown mm-hmm. and is like a net 30 or 40% DPS increase for all of your weapons, which is insane like this is a passive that's so good that it's almost like you kind of just always want it even if you don't want the evolved weapon that it goes with um 
and so there's there's a lot of this is the end game this is the end game right is playing around with some of this stuff and figuring out how you want to run it but but also it's three dollars like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like you can kind of pick and choose what you get anytime mm-hmm. you level it's like hey pick from three or possibly four choices of what you want and you have mm-hmm. to pick one so sometimes you might get like hey i really don't want this option yeah but it sucks to suck you kind of have to pick and opt into it um i abandon runs at the first or second pick oh, if yeah. i don't have an option i want yeah if they're all something i don't want i should say so because that's that's the nice thing say like contrast this to like hades or some other game where you have like you have a first item spawn and it's like okay this is your build essentially right the fact that you always have like three options and then you get like it's something like six weapon slots maybe it's seven i'm not sure it's around that um i think it's six maybe it's seven anyways (laughs) um you don't have to have like the perfect pick every time and it has a higher chance of something showing up that you want which is nice yeah and also like there are ways to kind of play around with what you have maybe you can like sell something off or be like hey i know you have this epic level um bloodshot tied to this deity but what if we gave you a legendary yeah in this case if we gave you a legendary of the same type of thing for another god instead how about that right and so maybe like i've done that to say like hey this will be my burn on my dash Mm. maybe we'll find something better later um because usually they'll try and like bait you out of like, hey, you trying to do this build? But what if I uh, offer you this instead? Yeah, here's here's something two tiers above if you want to pivot your build. Exactly. Yeah. But Vampire Survivors currently is like, if you have something, you have it forever. Uh-huh. So very much I'm trying to like avoid locking myself into something as much as possible. But mm-hmm. it can happen too. And you have like, it's something like six or seven weapon slots. And there's like 10 weapons in early access right now, right? So... There's a good chance that you're finding options that are good for you. So yeah. it's quite fun. I actually recommend it heartily for pretty much anyone who has even passing interest in the game because it's $3. But yeah, you have to have $3 though. What <laughs> right. if what if you don't have $3? What other games could you play on Steam right now? Um, let's see. Let me go to the free to play section. Oh, Jake, that was... This is no, it's a T-Bone question. No, I, I realize that this is a segue for oh. Lost Ark, but I'm still, <laughs> you never take segues. Um, free to play. Uh, top game right now looks like Lost Ark. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. I didn't realize he was doing a bit. That's my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, Lost Ark. Um, opted into like a founder's pack a while back, which mm-hmm. allows you How to play did a you buy? One. Okay. That's fair. Uh, you so can buy I... multiple. That's what he's nice. Oh, okay. Um, so I just got one founders pack, which gave me like a bonus. allowed me to play a little bit early. We'll get into that shit later. Um, mm. but it is a free to play game overall. MMO slash ARPG. Yeah. And, and I have episode will be me trying to convince Jake to play with us. <laughs> it's not going to require a lot of work. I don't think I, uh, spoilers. I already kind of intend to play at some point. I just got to get some stuff done before I jump into like another literal MMO. All right, thanks guys for hopping on the episode. My work here is done. <laughs> but um, I could be talked out of it based off of the answers we received to some of these questions. So I've set up three categories of questions for Dave. Oh, shit. And he gets to pick after each answer whenever we're prompting for the next question. We might have some follow-up, but when we prompt for the next question, he gets to pick between a softball 
a hardball or a kill shot um, for just generally level of cynicism or difficulty to answer. And I might come up with some more, some more throughout the course of the episode, but I may also just run out really quickly and then the segment will die in a fire. But I, I will also I preface by off. saying Jake has more MMO experience than I do overall. I've played like I got to level 20 on wow on my cousin's computer. Cause you can make a free account to do that up to level 20 and I did this over like some like three summers. And I've played, let's say, 20 hours of Lost Ark. And that is it. I also mm-hmm. did an FF14 demo very briefly on like a free weekend. But you have played a lot of FF14. Yes. Have you played any other MMOs? All of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like City, City of Heroes. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's mostly true. That's so Star Heroes, Wars Villains, one. Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, the Old Republic. I had WoW for like a day. <laughs> Guild Wars 1. Insert two. Owen Wilson. Every other Korean MMO that's ever been made until I turned 14 and then no Korean MMOs that have ever been made. Does Gunbound count as a Korean MMO? Because technically I spent a lot yeah. of time on that. Yeah, I don't know if it's It's, it's no Maple Story. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much more of a tanks. There's a lot of MMOs out there and we've covered like none of them. For reasons. On this show. Um, but... Yeah. Did we actually? I just never considered covering him an MMO. <laughs> I put it in the blanket of like JRPG and like not touching that shit. Yeah, but you don't want to play a thousand hours or a hundred hours prior to uh, recording an episode. This is all just burning so. time until Olden Ring. But I just want to premise <laughs> by like Jake has the MMO experience, uh, and I'm much more so a newbie into this world. Mm-hmm. So this I still have fresh eyes. That's why the MMO questions are all under the kill shot category. Because right. <laughs> James, Dave, Dave will just have to be like, no, no answer, no comment. All right, so let's start off with probably like a softball question. Get us warmed up a little bit. Sure. How would you describe the game of Lost Ark? What kind of game is it? Good. Next question. <laughs> yeah, I take your question. So it is uh, an MMO slash ARPG. MMO being that there are a lot of people playing. Um, there are like different areas there's some trading other mmo elements that you definitely see in other mmos uh, but it's also it plays a little bit more like an arpg where you have like mobs of enemies and you're using different abilities to clear them you kind of have like distinct classes think more of like a diablo or a path of exile right mm-hmm. so it's That's definitely a, a nice synergy totally. of those two yeah it's kind of been an interesting space for that as well like I don't know many. I guess Path of Exile is also uh, MMO. There will be some comparisons here. What's your next question? <laughs> Pick a category. Uh, let's let's move it up. Let's do okay. a hardball. All right. Is this game better than Diablo 2? Oof. Um, yeah. A lot of Diablo 2 is definitely tied to nostalgia and me just quietly air guitaring the instrumental version of tristram um mm-hmm. we've all been there it's just tristram, that <laughs> <laughs> but i have to get out of here because my name is deckard kane <laughs> i mean so one of the things i really liked about diablo 2 back in the day is you have like your character tree and you have like three different ability trees you can kind of go down for each mm-hmm. class and i liked kind of playing around with those and then getting the bonuses from like gear or sets or runes but that was very much my first step into all of that right. if you look at something like path of exile it's immediately a trade-up 
So I will say that this is definitely less complex than Path of Exile. Bold statement. Um, Because things are a lot more... No, EVE Online is the only game more complex than Path of Exile. (laughs) So as far as like the the skill progression stuff, I think it plays a lot more like a Diablo 3, where you have like a limited number of abilities that you can have equipped at a time um, that you can kind of upgrade into like three different simple trees. Right. But as far as playing with people and doing stuff, it's definitely a step up from Diablo 2. Gotcha. Sounds good. Some of that answer might touch on some of the others. So if I ask a question that it, you can just briefly answer yes or no, because you basically have already <laughs> covered it, then feel free. As per my previous email. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what's your next category? Uh, I'm probably going to go to kill a shot. Probably going to keep, you know, going one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay, that's fair. Unless number um, three scares me so much. Related, uh, is this game better than Path of Exile? <laughs> Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Path of Exile, like, I love a good ARPG. I'm very excited for Path of Exile 2. So mm-hmm. for me, Path of Exile does like a lot of cool, crazy, awesome shit. A lot of which I haven't even explored or touched into yet. Um, that said, it's very much like a, a Christmas light show as far as all the bullshit going on and it's very hard to get in like to end game to ask something that's viable outside of like i need to follow a guide right mm-hmm. but it has so much fun stuff that i always feel like kind of like pick up and play it uh right now what lost ark has going for it is me enjoying a lot of like these new things because they're not touching mmo related stuff um but also certain things feel very dumbed down in a way Mm-hmm. but I'd, I'd still rank Path of Exile above Lost Ark right okay I'm going to actually add one question to my list do you want to do that yeah. now well no that's fine we can come back to it because I want to I want to keep the I want to keep the format going so okay, okay. you don't know what tier it's been added to dun 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 it immediately asked the next question regardless uh huh so uh, softball, hardball, hardball, or kill shot? Uh, let's take a step back down to hardball. Okay. Uh, why is the game dumbed down? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a lot of quests along the way. So one boon to how it's laid out. You mm. might have kind of like a, I'm going to say an ARPG type map where you have to kind of go to different points, talk to different people, do different little quests along the main quest. So thankfully, when you get a lot of these smaller quests, we talk to somebody like, hey, we need you to do a thing. It's usually on the path of the main quest. So you don't feel like you have to go out of the way to do it. That mm-hmm. part's really nice as far as design. But some of the quests might be like, talk to somebody like, hey, can you talk to this other person? They're like three feet away. You're like, hey, I talked to this person. They're like, hey, you completed <laughs> the quest. Right. Or the max amount you have to do is like, kill five enemies in an area or left click a thing and be like, I'm reading this tome. You've read the tome. Right. Like a lot of those things are like very simple. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they need to be like overly complex. Um, but from some other things I've seen from other games, it definitely feels dumbed down in comparison. Yeah. Now from somebody who has MMO experience, is that the case or am I way off base? I think that that's mostly. So it, it varies from game to game. Like a good experience is uh, r- relatively easy at the beginning. 
challenging as the game goes on you ramp up the challenge and then once you get into optional content then um then you really are free to make it as difficult as you want right yeah like i think that's pretty standard progression for a lot of games um spoilers i've done some reading already on like metacritic reviews and other like review sites and things like that on lost ark at this point my impression is the game is like and you can actually correct me if i'm wrong on this you have first-hand experience but the game is like almost pitifully easy um at the beginning i want to say at this point yes Mm -hmm. because we're rerunning through some stuff on a new server because of Mm -hmm. reasons um but like all of this stuff like even when i did the initial playthrough i'm like oh this feels like baby stuff because I have to kill five enemies. They weren't really a challenge. But as I've gotten to some later stuff. Past like. I want to say a quote unquote midpoint. That I reached. Like they open up more stuff. And like they are giving it to you kind of piecemeal. So you're not overwhelmed by all the systems. All the mechanics. All the possible difficulty. Right. Um, but like I did a dungeon. And I, it was a hard dungeon. And I did matchmaking. So I was playing with other people. Yeah. Pubs. And that was actually really fun. And mm. like it it was challenging in comparison and they added like new cool mechanics and it was, didn't feel like a static go in a room, kill some mobs, kill some mobs, kill some mobs, kill the boss. Mm-hmm. So it definitely is building up. Um, and I do like that, but I've definitely not seen enough overall mm-hmm. to like fully gauge, but it definitely starts out pretty easy and then it has been ramping up. Yeah. If I can step out of the bit for a second, like based off of what I've read, one to 50 i think it's 50 it's 50 or 60 i believe it's 50 though is considered like the story sort of beats like you're you're getting through essentially the tutorial and you can literally get items that make it so subsequent characters like skip most of it yeah i think Um, after you get your first character 50 you like you can get two other characters to just like level up to 50 yeah type thing and that's because like that's where the end game starts and all of the content it like opens up a bunch of the the systems that have been added to the game so like this is the u.s release we're talking we're recording this the week of the u.s released release but it's been released in korea for like six years so um they kind of have the advantage of being able to launch and then say hey look all of this content which is like really hard for mmos to actually do because you usually don't get to launch with six years worth of content um which is promising, but uh, the content starting at 50 is where there's variable difficulty. Some of the stuff's supposed to be really hard. Um, and people were actually reporting that on release in Korea, like some of it was so difficult that no one could clear it and they had to literally make it easier. Oh, wow. So that's saying I guess, a lot for Korea. Shout out to mm-hmm. Starcraft. Um, but it's usually like a country who takes their gaming very seriously. Yeah. So if they're reporting that it's too difficult uh, mm-hmm. when they're in that grind set, uh, that's saying a lot. Yeah, exactly. All right. Softball, hardball or kill shot. What's the next question? Uh, give me a softy. Softball. All right. Is it a fun game to play with friends? Yes. This is 100% so far been a thing that I did a lot solo. I think a lot of people are doing solo things kind of separately, talking about it in chat. Uh, but this time around we've been playing together typically it's like you do your own stuff for a lot of quests but then if there's a dungeon people like group up and play it together Mm -hmm. be like 
if somebody has already done it before, they might point out some secrets that they found um, or something. But it's been a lot more fun playing with people because that's really the reason I wanted to play it in the first place outside of the shiny, sexy ARPG elements. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really been a good time, I think, all around. Also, we've not had anybody who's been like, maybe it's like the difficulty of the content currently, but nobody's been really shitty about you're playing wrong, you, man. You can't handle mechanics. We all yeah. died. Apparently, it does. This turn isn't into destiny. That. <laughs> they they say that there are some things like that in the end game where it's like, hey, one person screwed up, everybody's going to get punished for it. Yeah. But that's in the much more difficult end game. So, I think Destiny is actually. You mentioned Destiny. As far as raiding is concerned, raiding in Destiny is actually considered relatively easy compared to top tier raiding in the other MMOs. I think that's fair. I just remember we struggled a lot with yeah we're bad, Riven Riven. <laughs> um, or there's people in our group that were bad, mostly me, but <laughs> there could have also been others. Who's to say? <laughs> um, that's fair. I mean, it's good. To, it's fun to play with friends. Um, cheating the format a little bit. Uh, what do you say the split is between solo and co-op content right now? Because I don't, I've played a lot of different games, a lot of different MMOs that have completely different ratios to the amount of time you're spending playing with other people versus just yourself. So if I'm playing right now, uh, I can invite somebody to my party. Uh, If they're my party, that doesn't mean they're default playing with me. It just means I can kind of see them on the map. Right. Um, Exactly. But you can join the same channel and then you are playing in that same instance together. Okay. So if you have quests in a certain area where it's like, hey, you got to kill 10 dudes, both your kills and your friend's kills will contribute towards that same quest goal. Gotcha. So that part's kind of cool. But a lot of times, if you go to a cutscene or something else story-based, it might desync you guys from playing on the exact same channel. Yeah. So typically we're not doing a lot of go talk to somebody or kill these things type quests together. We're really just grouping up for the dungeons. Right, uh, but that's not to say you can't do that smaller stuff together if you want to. Um, very specific follow up question: Can you share quests in it? I know that I've played some MMOs where if one person has a quest, you can just like hit a button and say like, "Okay, this quest is now available um, to everybody else in the party, and it will be added to their journal if they accept." Uh, or is that lacking? Um, I've not looked into it explicitly. It's mm-hmm. typically more of like, let's say, Land and I were playing together. Yeah, we're like, oh, we're at the same point. Let's party up, and then we were going through killing uh, the monsters for a quest. We both get completion on it, but I'm not explicitly sharing it with him. He was just right. at that same point, so that's really okay. the only part of it I've tested right mm-hmm. now. That's fair. That's fair. All right, I'm out of follow ups. Softball, hardball, kill shot. Kill me. All right, kill shot. Uh, do you think it's moral to play a game published by Amazon? Sure. Okay. Like, Next I, <laughs> I, I understand the knee jerk or even like the feeling morally compromised for certain things mm-hmm. because we've talked about this with Blizzard. You don't want to support shitty behavior, right? Yeah. At the same point, though, like everybody's done something shitty, and I don't think it directly always is going to correlate between giving them money or doing something else because like let's say jeff bezos is a piece of shit i feel like that's kind of he's a super billionaire detached (laughs) from reality (laughs) so let's say that right does that mean you're not going to ever use 
Amazon because it's super convenient because right. it employs other people. And granted, we're not saying like we support all of Amazon's practices and other things, but like I think it's up to each person for where they draw the line. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm getting, let's say sneakers, I'm not going to look for specifically ethically sourced sneakers because that's going to change things for the people it's being shitty to. Right. Like, and that's for me personally, it might be different for somebody else. Um, but I think certain things are just kind of blanket fucked. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we can, for the way capitalism, capitalism is currently entirely break out of it. Right. And I don't think one person's, Oh, I'm not going to play an Amazon game because it'll give money to or support Jeff Bezos in some way. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you haven't magically fixed anything now. Yeah, and this was actually a, a Jeopardy unlock. This was actually a cancel shot um, in disguise as a kill shot because it literally is a question of like, where do you draw the lines with ethics? Uh, it's also a straw man on my part because like I order a ton of stuff from Amazon um, and I give them a lot more money than I would for a free to play game. And I'm supporting the mega corporation and soon to be government leader that Amazon is. So like, right. Like I've, I have no, I have no room to stand on. My castle is made of sand. Um, yeah. It's, and it's, it's purely arguing from a hypothetical situation, but I, I do think it's kind of interesting to talk about it occasionally because people get really pissed off when it's like, Hey, blizzard abusing its employees. But yeah, like I, we know Amazon also like abuses warehouse workers, right? Yeah. Like it's a different, like I don't think there's as many allegations of like sexual misconduct and things like that, but straight up, you don't get bathroom breaks. We're working people till they pass out, firing them, revolving door of employees. Like it's a labor law travesty that Amazon gets away with what it does. Um, and it's all connected. So that's where this question came from. That's the reason it's a, cancel shot disguised as yeah. a kill shot i think some of that comes down to like as a sinner can you mm-hmm. call someone else a sinner right take the uh log out of your own eye plank out of your own eye before the splinter yeah. out of another's um so i think you, you can to a degree i don't think you need to be completely faultless to accuse somebody else of something else mm-hmm. um it is weird though if like let's say Let's say you murdered somebody, right? Right. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Right. Hypothetically, Jake. Dear God, stop stop linking me that article. Um, (laughs) But like, let's say you're then accusing like, hey, somebody else murdered somebody, but like Mm -hmm. you got away with it type thing. Right. Like maybe you came to terms and like atoned for your crime. I don't know. But it seems weird for you to be the person who's up in arms about that. You know, right. You've kind of you've lost the moral high ground. But at the or same you, time, you, you like, didn't have it to begin with. Yeah, I don't think you need the moral high ground in general mm-hmm. to call something out. But I do think you should kind of check your own shit before accusing somebody if it is like for the exact same thing. Right. Mm-hmm. It's weird. We'll talk about moral relative <laughs> relative relativism next week uh yeah <laughs> the recurring moral relativism episode that we have set up is one out of four of our monthly episodes <laughs> and these are my relatives that i consider moral <laughs> uncle bob that's it that's the full <laughs> <list>. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Softball, hardball, kill shot. Probably not as philosophically interesting as the last question. What was the last one we did? <laughs> Is it moral to play a game published by Amazon? We'll do a softball. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Softball. Uh, what sort of content have you experienced in the game so far? I did a character creation, um, which isn't like the most in-depth, but it's kind of choosing between a lot of cool presets. But mm-hmm. I made a sexy lady with heterochromia, so I'm down for that lady with heterochromia. <laughs> uh, because I'm a hetero. Zing, zing. Um, but outside of that, I uh, went through the kind of tutorial have been going through let's say several different areas for like main quests and side quests uh some spin-off dungeons here and there um i did on my first playthrough kind of get into strongholds a little bit which is kind of like your own personal animal crossing island okay. uh, where you can do some upgrades for stuff and crafting and i'm sure there is some stuff for guilds that we've not been able to really access yet um as far as like shared group content or doing like raids or making like a guild hall. A lot of that stuff still, I'm sure it exists. I just really haven't come across it yet. Right. So, so far I've just really accessed a lot of like the main straightforward day one gameplay, I'd say. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Next one. Oh, you're asking me. (laughs) Yeah, this is your prompt. (laughs) Uh, Let's do hardball. Okay. Uh, What's the mechanic you think is missing from Lost Ark? Mechanic, you I played a lot of ARPGs. Missing. You played some MMOs. We were talking just recently in Discord about how sometimes playing an MMO where it's missing key features of a previous one, you feel distinctly feel the sting of its absence. Is there anything like that for The Lost Ark? Not yet from an MMO standpoint. Um, I haven't really gotten into more of the community aspect than like trading or just group stuff in general. Mm-hmm. I think from an ARPG standpoint, because I come from a basis of Path of Exile, I would like to see a little bit more of like skill complexity and right. being able to modify stuff. So far, all of the weapons and gear that I've had have been like numbers increase for stats. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just pick the better one. Or if you want to trade off in like a given stat. But it's yeah. not like here are your stats and it does like 5% damage increase and 5% mobility. And mm-hmm. um, there's a bit of a trade-off where you take more earth elemental damage. Like I would like to see more complexity in those systems, but I'm guessing that's probably just for a later point in content that I'm not at yet. Right. So I'm going to write that off as a, it's probably fine. Yeah. I have my own pre-experience answer to this question because I looked up a very specific question that impacts the way I play MMOs. And it was, um, does Lark Lost Ark have the trinity and the answer is no it does not do tanks healers and damage characters um and i personally consider this a little bit of a con for this series but i also i don't think it has to be i would say like a little bit of a con not a a major con destiny also didn't do the trinity but i specifically played warlock because they had the ability to heal I eventually got Well of Radiance, which was a massive defensive ability, which was super useful in PvE. Like, and it comes that there comes a time where, as you've introduced some of these things, I know that there's characters that have support like roles in Lost Ark, but they I, all do damage, right? Yes. Um, uh, so, so, like, like I know Bard is a support class, 
I'm sure there's maybe one or two others. I think, I'm guessing uh, they're Paladin is the other one or Holy Knight or okay. whatever it's called. Yeah. I assume that most of the supporting is probably in the form of CC, uh, less so than healing. Uh, there mm. might be some damage mitigation with Bard that I'm, again, I haven't really experienced all of the classes uh, and abilities and whatnot. But yeah, there's definitely not a designated one person does this. Um, yeah. But it does seem like I'm playing Shadow Hunter, which that should have been the first softball question. Who are you playing as? Who's that sexy lady? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're all damage characters, so it didn't actually true. matter if I asked it. But right? it, <laughs> it seems to me like I don't really have as much in the way of CC as much as like I'm trying to kill them. Right. A lot of my stuff seems more damage focused right now. Mm-hmm. It might be yeah, that I, way for other classes as well. I don't know. Yeah, to undermine my own argument, I do know that there are some support buffs from Bard and like Paladin gets like an AOE heal or something like that later. But it's not something that's the content's not balanced around in the same way in Destiny. You couldn't really balance content around needing a warlock with Well of Radiance that's constantly healing everybody to max health and overcharging their shield. Like because maybe someone doesn't have a warlock. And this is one of the problems games have when they kind of play lossy on whether they have the Trinity or not is in-game content sometimes is made trivial by people who do dedicate themselves to defensive abilities or healing or whatever. Um, but you can't balance content around them having that. Yeah, it would suck to I mean? be like, well, we can't do this raid because we need this one specific class to have this one specific ability. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they have to press that one button at that one time. That really sucks as far as gameplay. Because then you just become a fill who, that's the one thing you have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everybody else That's is like, true. yeah, but you're like, ah, like, yeah. it's just the one thing you have to do to make everybody succeed. And it doesn't feel good from a gameplay standpoint when you'd rather like run around and shoot stuff and use your abilities when you feel you need to versus like, if you didn't, everybody loses. Right. But I tangent, I tangented to tangential tangented off of that question. Probably enough. Pick your pitch. Oh, we're going kill shot. Kill shot. All right. Are you committed to recurring raids in Lost Ark at high levels? Uh, haven't tried any yet, but I mean, as long as this is like a, a fun group game, uh, I would like to. It's nice to have like a weekly recurring thing of like, hey, getting together with friends, going to try and do some game stuff. And if that's in the form of group content or raid, cool. Yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Cool. There'd have to be some like heavily heavily mitigating factor for me to be like nah mm-hmm. like maybe somebody's like being really shitty or it's just not fun anymore or it's just way too difficult and stressful right the group's not up to it yeah <laughs> last wish type situation yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as a as a disclaimer there's only one kill shot left so you can save that if you want to okay I'll unless i think that. of another one <laughs> uh, let's go back to hardball Hardball. Okay. Um, in what ways is Lost Ark frustrating you right now? All right. So we're going to talk about the, the elf in the room. They fucked up. Uh, so <laughs> I got the founders pack. I got to access the game content three days early, as did a lot of other people who in our play group. Um, and then because of the server we chose to play on and how many people they have playing, they said like, hey, uh, no more people can make characters on this server. So anybody who didn't get that three-day early access who we possibly want to play with, yourself included, and some other people, wouldn't be able to play with us on that server. 
So we said like, hey, all right, let's switch servers to where there's going to have that as an option. Um, but there's been some issues of like, I now have to make a character from scratch. Sucks. I uh, can't really transfer my character from server to server. Mm-hmm. My name is locked. I can't reuse that name. The guild name is also locked. We had to make a new guild name. Um, the other bonus that I got from like the founders pack didn't transfer over to my new character yet. Right. They might fix that. But like I was able to start with a pet before I was able to get like this passive bonus for 30 days. Um, mm-hmm. So they're like, there's been some issues and struggles with that that don't feel great. I'm hoping that they get that shit sorted. And they're like, hey, sorry, here's some stuff. Here's your back. And I'd be fine with that. Um, but it's kind of been a bit of a wrench in the works and yeah. it just has not not been the best. Yeah. I actually learned about all of this last night because I wasn't checking the Lost Ark chat. Oh, and they like checked for the Lost Ark chat? <laughs> and there was a lot. So I yeah. caught up on it last night. Um, I was very surprised by the pivot to lock servers entirely without the capability for server transfers. Um, like, uh, apparently they're planning on enabling server transfers in Korea sometime this year. Which means in America, it'll be a bit, it'll be a bit probably, but it's really, this is one of the things that like, I don't fully understand why games don't allow this. Um, and we were talking kind of extensively about it. The short of the conversation is a lot of games work around this by having either server regions um, or Guild Wars has the most amazing system. It has mega servers where you literally just join the server and then you can play with anyone on any instance. And the only trade-off is sometimes if you're the only person on an instance in a map, it's like, hey, there's like nobody else here and we're going to shut down this instance. Uh, We're going to migrate you in place to another instance that actually has people. Um, But the benefits to that are like, you just sign in. Yeah. Right. Like it's all this super cluster of servers. Eve does the same thing. They have, you know, one sign in um, for like their entire game across all regions. Um, And if really nice, because like, I have this play group or friend group, um, mm-hmm. but then I have like other people from other places who maybe want to play with, but I haven't coordinated with every single person who might possibly play Lost Ark to say, hey, which one are you going to play on? Do you want to play possibly right. with us? So mm-hmm. they are kind of locked to whichever server they're on and I'm locked to whichever server I'm on. Yeah. So if I want to play with Tony, for example, he'd have to make a new character on my server or vice versa. Right. Not the best. Yeah. Even Final Fantasy, they had like uh, 14 specifically. They have a better, not as good as the just the solutions I was just describing, but they have server regions. So like North America is the Aether region. And there's a bunch of different servers there. And you can travel, you can visit any other server in your region. And when you're queuing up for content, things like dungeons, raids, whatever, you can play with anyone from your region. Um, you all just enter it. You can be in a cross-world party which is with anyone else in North America, regardless of what server they're on. There's like, there's just been a lot of improvements in this space and it doesn't seem like Lost Ark has incorporated really any of them. In fact, to mention one other point real quick here while I'm on a tangent, yeah, go ahead. it's slightly, I, I kind of dislike that um, names are region specific and not server yeah. specific. Um, names in general I actually like Guild Wars for this. You have an account ID. Exactly. 
like and it looks exactly the same as like battle.net's accounts do and then you can have whatever name you want because it's just a display name as someone has had this since the early 2000s yeah as somebody who's like played other games or like developed any bit of code you're like those don't need to be directly tied together just saying why Uh, is it a unique idea yeah it doesn't need to be it Mm. so let me ask you a question before i get asked to be asked the last kill shot sure from what you've currently seen of Lost Ark or of what you've grained from like reading the chat or just talking to me on the side or other people, what are you most concerned about or most excited about? <laughs> I might you're gonna have play to, it. It's, it's on, the, I, I, on the books. It's on the books, yeah. Um, I'm going to leave the concern question because it's probably related to like the last kill shot, but um, I'm most excited to play a fresh MMO with friends, you know, like I personally think I could be wrong, but I personally think that there's probably better ARPGs that are pure ARPGs out there. Path of there's going to be games that value your time a little bit better. Cause this is an MMO, right? Not, like, not path of exile, sir. Right. <laughs> um, and there's probably going to be games that have better answers to some of those, you know, gripes. I just talked about character names, servers, playing with friends, things like that. But, um, I mean, I don't know of many actual ARPGs that have good end game raid like content you can play with friends, you can organize for. And I'm very excited for that. Um, I'm very much dungeons, raids, co-op content. If I wanted a single player experience, I basically suspect I could have more fun in other games. Yeah. Although I'm sure it's good. Like I it said, is. I haven't played it. These I are will say like... Questions from what I've played of the shadow hunter, a lot of like my abilities feel pretty badass. Mm-hmm. It feels good. I know. I know specifically like as a design decision, they're like, Hey, we're scaling everything. So you fight a bunch of enemies and you kill them quickly and your abilities are meant to kill them quickly. Um, taken to the extreme of one reviewer that was like combining with the early games quests being mm-hmm. relatively easy. It's like, so I get on a horse and I run over to kill a pack of mobs. I get off the horse. I use two abilities and then I get back on the horse because they're all dead and I hit the kill counter, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not saying that's not what's happening right now. Um, but it can be But again, it, it, can is, be good. it is very early for where mm-hmm. I'm at in the game and I know it gets more challenging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is more satisfying than like the opposite of this is bullet sponges, meat sponges, like enemies that have tons of health and any MMO I've played where you're just sitting there pounding on an enemy forever and it's not a challenging boss, you're probably having a bad time. You're just wasting people's time. Yeah. This is the better of the two. Hopefully that answers part of your question. Oh, yeah. Hit me with that last kill shot, though. Okay. Is this game pay to win? Um, From what I've seen so far for what you can buy, it seems to be cosmetic. Um, if there are other things outside of that, I know there are like some bonuses you can get to make some things cheaper in game. As far as like maybe if you teleport and you have to like pay a little bit of silver, which is like an in game currency you get really frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, so for now, I'm going to say no because I'm not aware of anything. Right. There might be some elements that. Well, okay, I will say this as far as like what little I've done in the stronghold which is, again, your Animal Crossing island, you can research some stuff. So some upgrades to your island to maybe allow you to craft stuff or mm-hmm. send some people out on a mission to get you some resources. Monster Hunter. Um, 
you can use a type of currency in game to make it go faster. Right. Where you're like, hey, uh, instead of doing this research for 10 hours in real lifetime, do it instantly. Mm-hmm. And I will bet you money that you can buy that currency. Right. So that stuff, I think, yes, but I'm not sure how much that makes a difference as far as making it pay to win versus just getting you through that gameplay faster. Right. Yeah, I have some impressions again from the research I've done. And a lot of it comes down to the definition of pay to win. Like in Korea, apparently, in the game's defense, like people don't really consider this game pay to win because pay to win equals PvP power for a definition in a lot of uh, people's minds in Korea. So it's like, I know that you can buy high level gear, um, but you have to get to the level where you can use it. Um, But beyond cosmetics, I think you can buy high level gear and lost arc and i take that back if it's something that's incorrect yada 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 but that's what i read at least and i know that there's like some subscription things like pets gave a bonus um an attribute bonus and for the people that bought the founders packs they got one month of the subscription in quotes that like unlocks that bonus i think you can earn that in game but you're incentivized usually this is how pay to win works you can always can get it in game but people want to do something quicker you pay for convenience right hello mobile games (laughs) yes and in the u.s and western world pay to win usually is just anything beyond cosmetics right like that's how we like to define it um anything that gives a mechanical advantage but in korea that's not the definition they use it's like am i paying to kill other people better um yes no and so because the answer was no for lost ark they're like okay the game's not pay to win But it's interesting. We'll see how it unfolds. I mean, it's literally owned by Amazon, (laughs) just going back to that, or published by Amazon. So we'll see. If it doesn't make them money, I expect that they'll introduce more of it. But even just off the Founders Packs, we know they made a crazy amount of money. So That's not surprising. (laughs) And I mean, 30 bucks from me, and I didn't even know anything about the game. I was just drunk. I'm like, this looks pretty. Mm -hmm. It wasn't actually obvious. If there was a gripe I had, it wasn't obvious on the Steam page that the game was not free to play. Like it wasn't obvious that it was free to play. I will um, say that, yeah, because mm-hmm. everybody I talked to you was like, "Oh, it's a free to play game." Like, really? What did I buy? Yeah, but that's the last kill shot. I mean, <laughs> for people who are playing the game and enjoying it, I'm not meaning to be negative. Well, I am actually meaning to be negative, but it's part of the bit. Um, everything downhill is softballs and hardballs. I mean, I can take a, a final softball. Okay, final softball. Um, so this one, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna force you to ask one more question. Is this game better than Diablo three? Because <laughs> I wanted to complete the trifecta. I had yes. <laughs> Diablo two, Diablo three, and Path of Exile at three different difficulties. <laughs> yes, I I was not big on Diablo three. I thought mm-hmm. it was like fine enough, but I was very much comparing it to two. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't like how they went from what felt very wide as far as options to like you have four abilities and then your trees are like does your spin go faster is your spin stronger is your spin blue i'm like what the fuck Mm -hmm. i'm like let me make the spin level 20 and then (laughs) have my entire build be around this one thing um which weirdly enough might be even more narrow now that i think about it but right. I just did not get the same amount of enjoyment from three as it from two. Again, some credit to nostalgia there. 
Um, but Diablo three did not stand out in my memories at all. Mm-hmm. I think I played with like one or two friends. Um, mm. I enjoyed it. I definitely put a lot of time into it, but just running rifts as the end game or continuing to beat the story at higher and higher difficulties was not really what I enjoyed. So yeah, it was more of like a path of exile approach of like doing maps at that point, but without any progression really. Yeah. It's like, and hey, it was you also... want a prestige to get an extra point zero 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 one percent attack speed? Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, And the seasons turned into, do you have a particular set? If you have that set, your build needs to be exactly this yep. build around that set. And they kind of back themselves into a corner. I'm hoping they clean it up for Diablo 4, but who knows? Um, all right. Actual last question then. Hardball or softball? Hardball? How dumb is it that classes are gender locked? <laughs> I I don't care. Like <laughs> I'm a guy and so I'll say I have the bias of like I don't think about this stuff very much. It would be nice if they just said like, "Hey, uh it can be whichever." Cuz mm-hmm. I really don't think it should matter. Just like reskin them and call it a day, you know? Yeah. Um so like I said, you have different animations to defend the game for a second. The ladies have a very hips way type of walk animation versus guys so like they would at least need a base walk animation but i assume they do right yeah so i mean like then you're getting into like how effeminate all the female characters are versus how masculine all the male characters yeah and it's a korean game right so Uh, yeah and they're not to my knowledge uh the most progressive in that space but like i think it's one of those things like just do it and call it a day who gives a fuck Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not something I spend time thinking about. Right. Should they do it? Yeah. Do I care? Mm-hmm. Not directly, but I still think they should do it. That's fair. That's a good answer. That's probably not the best question to end on, but we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I personally, my my perspective on it is like, I usually play guys in games. Um, I basically just do not for any particular reason. And I know that there's people who are just like, I'm always going to play a female character. Cause if I had to stare at somebody's butt, yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather at a female be a female butt. character. Right. But I'm just like, but I would rather stare at a guy, but obviously, um, God, and... we don't have your wife on this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> She understands. She probably also would rather stare at a guy. But... Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the biggest thing. Uh, but it is also like pretty normalized in the West now. I think that um, this is much more of a Korea versus Western game thing. Like if they talk about Guild Wars, male female char- character doesn't matter. Yeah. You could be a tree, male female tree doesn't matter. Non-binary tree doesn't matter. Like, um, and it is a little bit weird where it's like, oh, if I want to play the mage, I got to be a chick, right? Because now you're like, why are these associated? relatively minor and it gets again it's another thing that apparently is on the roadmap um because again like the west cares more about that in general oh yeah i agree with that korea but again like as we move forward with like accessibility and inclusiveness it it doesn't seem like it's a a crazy hard thing to do so just yeah do it and call it a day like nobody's gonna has enough money (laughs) right (laughs) who, who the fuck would complain like Hey, how come like I have the option to be a guy or a girl for this? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the opposite's not going to happen. So just allow that to be a thing and call it a day. You know? Yeah. 
I don't care yeah. if I have like an effeminate guy. I'm sure lots of people would like to play effeminate guys. Cool, do mm-hmm. it. Make it all options. I actually like when games take the laziest possible approach to that too. And it's just like Saints Row, actually. From the the time we barely tried it, you can just pick any voice you want yeah. for your character, um, regardless of what they look like. So you can have like the deepest, most masculine voice possible and like be a Barbie girl. I would have loved and if you like really change great. your voice for that impression instead of just already mm-hmm. having the most deepest manly voice. <laughs> um, what <laughs> game was well, it that I... I played a game as a female character, but I picked like the deepest guy voice I could. I can't no, it was actually cyberpunk because oh, you yeah, were yeah. able to swap mm-hmm. those. So I went the doctor yeah. girlfriend approach. I mm-hmm. was female presenting, but then like had like a smoker's voice. I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah, cyber. Say what you will about cyberpunk, but it had a huge variety of what are your bits and what's your voice and what's do you want a dong? Like? Do you want your dong inside or outside of the pants? <laughs> Actually, it's not an option; it's outside. <laughs> yeah, do the bugs. <laughs> oh man, but it does sound good. And going back to the spoiler, I will be playing Lost Ark. So we look forward to uh, playing with you. It's got to find time for yet another MMO and all the stuff I have going on right now. But hopefully you guys, we can see you guys. What we're, what server are we playing on? If listeners want to. Uh, uh, we are currently playing on us. Zosma, I believe. Zosma. Okay. I don't even know how to spell that, but I'm sure phonetically, if you look it up and you type in Lost Ark, you can find it on Google and that's probably good enough. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thank you, Dave, for being both the guest and co-host <laughs> for this episode. Um we kind of like buried the lead <laughs> waiting to talk about Lost Ark until like the midpoint. But uh, Vampire Spivers is also really good. So not a waste of time at all. If you have three dollars, you can technically play two different games. <laughs> That's true, actually. If you have zero dollars, you can play one of the games that we talked about. Um thank you guys for listening. If you have any feedback or ideas for future episodes, you can feel free to send those in to soapstonepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can join the discussion on Facebook, which is not yet owned by Amazon, at facebook.com slash soapstonepodcast. And as always, we'll see you in the next one. Have a good afternoon. afternoon.